welcome in to the Lady Vol Basketball Fever Podcast, part of Vol Basketball Fever. We're a show dedicated exclusively to talking about the Lady Vols and news around the program. Tune in to hear thoughts and discussions from experts who cover the Lady Vols on a daily basis. Now, here's a new episode of the Lady Vol Basketball Fever Podcast. Hello, Lady Vol fans, and welcome into another episode of the Lady Vol Basketball Fever Podcast. I am Nathaniel Rutherford here, joined by a special guest, my second player interview here on the channel, on the show, here on YouTube and on podcast. I am joined by Rakia Jackson, a Mississippi State transfer who's coming to Tennessee to play for Lady Vols. Rakia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Very, very happy to have you on here. Again, I mentioned you're the second player I've been able to interview who's transferring to Tennessee. Another uh, Michigan player, actually, <laughs> from the state of Michigan. Of course, Jazz Powell from Minnesota uh, is transferring into the Lady Vols as well. I'll ask you a little bit about some of that here in a second. But, Ricky, thank you so much for hopping on and, and joining me here on the show. I got a lot of questions to ask you and, and a lot of things I'm sure Lady Vol fans are looking forward to hearing about you, know, you and why you chose Tennessee and just kind of you as a person and not just as a player, too. But I got to ask, first of all, you know, you had... I'm sure when you announced you were transferring, I'm sure your phone like blew up. I'm sure you and your your family and stuff were hearing from everybody across the country. But obviously, you ended up making the decision last week to come to Tennessee. So, what made Tennessee stand out to you over the other schools that you were looking at, and and you know, in this transfer process? Um, what made Tennessee stand out the most was probably like the players. Um, I can tell that when I visited the school, I just got this feel from the players that was like really good. Um, you even watching the games, you can see like the little things, you know, like they're happy for one another. They're cheering for each other, you know, no matter if they played 40 minutes or zero minutes, like they're going hard. And um, just to feel the love on campus when I came there, um, of course, the coaches, they did a really good job as well. But it was really the players that probably just stood out to me. So is it safe to say that like, a you know, culture and, and that kind of camaraderie was something you're looking for? That that was kind of the biggest reason why lay balls kind of fit the, the thing you're looking for for a new school? For sure. 100 um, percent. I know teammates are my number one decision at this point. Um, I just wanted to be in a place that was peaceful. Um, everyone had the same goal of winning. Um, so that was definitely like high on my list. Um, so, yeah. Well, I know from uh, listening here, and again, all Lady Vol fans listening to this or watching this on YouTube or listening to this on their podcast, you all probably know Vol Log podcast. And actually, had I've had one of the guests, the hosts on the show, Jessica, on here as a host, a guest host with me before. But I know from lis- listening to your interview on there, Rakia, and I'll, I'll link that here in the description and a little card in the top right hand corner on YouTube that you had mentioned, you know, you're pretty familiar with uh, several people on Tennessee's coaching staff and the roster. So, I mean, did, did that play into it? Because I know, you know, Jordan Horston, you guys were being recruited at the same time. You were recruited by both uh, Coach Sam Williams and Joy at, at, at Tennessee, or not at Tennessee, but they're at Tennessee now. So did that kind of factor into your decision of that familiarity with the, you know, some of the, the players on the roster and the coaches on the staff as well? Um, I feel like it made me more comfortable with making my decision, just knowing like who they were, talking to them my freshman year. So I, I would say like it made me more comfortable in making a decision of me like seeing that my freshman year, they are the same people that they are now. So it was very it was very just comforting, I'd say. 
Well, good. So obviously, like I said, I know you know Jordan Horston. I know you know uh, Sam and Joy. Who all, who all else on the, on this team do you know? Because I, I know, again, you're from Michigan, so I don't know how well you know maybe Jazz or, or Jordan Walker. But I know that's, again, three Michigan players on the same team that isn't a that's not a northern state or midwestern state. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I know Jasmine Powell personally. We played on the same AU team when we were younger. Um, we played in the same area and things like that. So I've been knowing Jazz since probably seventh grade. So I definitely wow. know her personally. Um, I know of Jordan Walker, but I don't know her personally. Well, so you mentioned you and Jazz have talked already. And of course, you know, I, I've talked to Jazz too. Jazz seems like a great person and she seems very personable. Have you all talked a lot you know, about the whole transfer thing? Have you, have you all kind of reached out and, and talked to each other since you made the decision to come to Tennessee? Yes, me and Jazz were um, speaking on it. Um, we were just talking like going to the same school. But, you know, if we had a love for different schools, like we were still going to be like, for each other 100%. But when we both entered the portal, um, we definitely talked a little bit about the process. And she was just telling me schools that she was interested in. And I told her schools that I was interested in. And we were just saying, like, it would be crazy, you know, if we played for the same team. So then we gave each other a little break and we came back and now we're on the same team. So it's just like pretty cool, like how it worked out. That is pretty cool. And again, like it's it's crazy how things work out uh, in, in the long run for especially like that. You said you've known her since seventh grade. That's and the, now you get to be teammates for uh, you know at Tennessee. So that's really cool. Uh, well, I got to ask too. You've been I know you've played in the SEC for three years now. You've played against Tennessee, uh, but what was it like being you know not a player, not an opposing player in Thompson Blaine? What was it like actually coming in and having a visit? As I know you were obviously recruited by Tennessee as well, coming out of high school. What was it like kind of the, the second time around as a as a now a, a a young woman who has been in the SEC for a few years and having that experience of a college player? What was the actual visit to Knoxville and Thompson Bowling and just the visit in general like for you this time? Mm-hmm. The visit was absolutely amazing um, to feel the love off campus, you know, people driving, rolling down their windows, like come to Tennessee, you know, it. I definitely felt the love and to go to the boys game and then the girls game the next day, just to see both both atmospheres. It was pretty cool because, you know, sometimes girls teams don't get it a lot of like fans as a boys team does, but they get a great amount of fans. And I can just tell like the Tennessee fans, they they go hard for their players. So it was a great visit. It was really nice. And the campus and all, it was just very pretty. And it was just, it just seemed so peaceful. You were absolutely right about the fan support for the Lady of Alls Rakia. I'm very hopeful. And I said the same thing to Jazz Powell as well. I'm very hopeful on your time on campus that you all get to see kind of the Lady Vol fandom of old because they've always been very supportive of the program. But there are times back in the in the 90s and 2000s where they would average upwards of 16, 17, 18,000 fans at Thompson Bowling for Lady of All games. So I'm hopeful. I know we'll talk maybe a second here about the kind of expectations for next year, but expectations are going to be high next year. And I imagine that there are going to be a lot of fans wanting to come see uh, you all play next season, especially for hopefully some hopefully some big time home games for the Lady of Alls next year too. Um, so when you came and visited and we've been talking with, you know, coach Kelly Harper and, and the staff and everything, what were, you know, what's been their message to you? What was, what were they saying to you about how they kind of envision you fitting into the program, what they, their vision is for you and kind of how you, they, they could view you thriving in this program? Um, They definitely want me to work on my personal game. Of course, um, they want me to be a team player and they want me to um be like the three and four position 
uh, they were just saying, you know, they're going to push me and they see something in me and, you know, that I'm a pro. So it was great to hear that. And, you know, that they're just going to be there for me on and off the court, not just as coaches, but, you know, as mentors, um, just being there for me mentally as well. So that was really comforting to hear that as well. Well, good. That's very good. And I, I know that, you know, coming from Mississippi State, I know when you went there, it's obviously Vic Schaefer was there and then things obviously change and coaching coaching changes happen at, at every program too. But I know coming to Tennessee, you know, Kelly Harper has been here for a few years. There's more stability and stuff in, in the program, it seems like as well. And a winning is obviously I'm listening to the Volog podcast you did that winning is a big thing for you. How much does that preach? Because I again to kind of go back to the expectations. I know next year there's going to be a lot of expectations. Lady Vols, it seems like every year under Kelly Harper have gotten better. Again this year they've made it back to the Sweet 16 for the first time in in six years. You know they they started they got up to the top five in the AP poll. So how how much did that factor into of kind of the prestige and the the history of this program and kind of looks like the upper trajectory of the program too. Mm-hmm. That was a very high factor as well. Um, I definitely want to touch foot on an NCAA floor for once in my life. Never did that before. COVID, coaching changes, didn't make it. So um, it was just a lot. Like, it, that's a really big part that I feel like I'm missing in my college life. You know, I want to be able to say, I won a SEC championship. I won the national championship. You know, I want to be able to say those things. I competed for it. Um, so I at least want to touch the NCAA floor. That would be great. <laughs> but, yeah, that's very high on my list. Uh, I definitely want to win. Um, that's why I came to Tennessee. I feel like we have a lot of pieces. I feel like we have depth. Um, I feel like, you know, the team, they look like they just want to work hard and win and play for each other. And that's just a, the vibe I got when I went there. So that was like a huge thing. Like, I just want to win. Well, if you want to go to the NCAA tournament, what better place to choose than the, the school that's never missed the NCAA tournament women's basketball. So knock on wood, that streak will continue next year, too. So I, I really hope, Rakia, you get to uh, live out that dream of, you said, just at least touching the NCAA tournament floor, but also hopefully making a nice run because that would be uh, super ideal for you and the Layball program. So I, you know, watching your game and seeing you play at Mississippi State, and I was also looking at some highlights and stuff before we started recording too, just to kind of refresh and everything too. Um, I, I've always liked your game. And for what I saw at Mississippi State, the way you were able to move and kind of the athleticism you bring on the court there, what in your opinion are your strengths to the roster and, and kind of how would you describe your game and what are you bringing to this Lady Vol roster? Um, I feel like my strengths are... Um... My quickness, um, my confidence, my ability to get to the rim. Um, I feel like I have really good footwork and um, I'm very calm on the court. I try not to let things like get me rattled or anything. Um, Yeah, I feel like those are pretty much my strengths. (laughs) Well, I know you can score. Uh, You put up 40 against McNeese State earlier this year. You were already leading, I think, the SEC in points per game this year in in the games you played there. You averaged 20 points per game this season. I mean, I know you can score, but I also look at the fact, you know, you're not afraid to shoot the three, but you also, I mean, 6'2", you're able to, as you mentioned, get to the rim easy, but you're also able to rebound. Average almost seven per game this season. I know uh, I know Kelly Harper well enough to know that defense and rebounding is something she preaches hardcore. That's just that's the lady of all way. Is that something that she mentioned to you that, you know, hey, we value this a lot. We're going to expect this a lot from you is playing really good defense and rebounding. Yes, that too as well, definitely. Like, they definitely want me on the glass. Um, I, I don't say, like, rebounding is my strength, at least right now, because – 
to some people, seven is a lot. When I know I can get more, like I definitely can do way better than seven rebounds mm. a game. That's why I would just be like, well, I would have to prove that I can do that before I can say like that's the strength of mine because I know I can do it. But yeah, seven isn't really a lot of rebounds to me. I, I want to get like way more than that. Well, hey, it's a lot to me, Rakia. So, <laughs> as someone who never played college basketball, seven rebounds is a lot for me. Uh, but no, but to, to get and go off off court a little bit and kind of get to know you as a person, because you know you're obviously a lot more than just a player. But Lady Vol fans love to get to know the the personalities and you know the the players off the court a lot too. So, what are some things Lady Vol fans want should know about you? What what are you studying? What are you, what are you coming in here to major with? What are some things that you're you know you're interested in off, out outside of the court as well? Because I think you you have a very fun personality. So I think you have a lot of stuff that Lady Vol fans will be very interested to hear about. Yeah, um, my major is communications. I definitely want to go into like some sort of broadcasting or something. Um, Things outside of basketball that I like to do. I like to shop a lot. Like, <laughs> I, like I love clothes. I love shoes. Um, I, I have two dogs. Um, one name's yeah. Fendi. I can show you. This is Fendi. She's a Yorkie poo. Say hi. Hi, Spendy. Yeah, Fendi with the F. Like, oh, oh, F. my bad. Yeah, my it's bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is Vinci. My mm. Bauty, um have a niece or something. I forgot what he is, but this is Vinci, my big boy. Um, yeah, so these are my two dogs. They are so spoiled. I love spoiling them. Um, yeah, other than yeah, that, you, like I. And so you got to spoil the dogs. And for all those who are just listening, to this you got to go to the YouTube and check it out. Those are some absolutely adorable dogs. They. Well, that's awesome, Rakia. I I know there's a couple of the questions I. I was kind of wanting to follow up on it and ask it off, both off the court and on the court, but I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But I, I do want to say, you know, is there anything else you want Layball fans to know? You, know? you coming here or anything about, you know, anything at all before we get off here, is there anything else you want Tennessee fans to know about you or about, you know, just anything in general? Mm-hmm. Um, That I'm very passionate. Like I'm a very passionate person. If I love something, I'm going to put my all into it. Um, I love to have fun. Um, yeah, like I'm just happy to be here. Well, not physically yet, but I'm happy <laughs> committed to such an amazing university with an amazing fan base. And I'm just so excited and I'm so ready to get on the court and play for you guys. And I really hope that I make you happy and proud of the team and us in general. And yeah, we're, we're going to do some great things next year or this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard to, I say next year too, when technically it's, the season starts this year, but you know, it, I get what you're saying. That actually, that did remind me of one of the things I wanted to ask you is, is, you know, as I kind of touched on earlier, the expectations for next season with you coming in with jazz coming in with, you know, Jordan Horston, you know, coming back again next year for the lay balls too. You have Tamari key, you have Jordan Walker, you have uh, a lot of the bench players for the lady balls who are younger this year, who are now a year older. You have a five-star Justin Passat coming in. I think lady ball fans are, and I know it myself too, as, as a fan, very, very excited and looking forward to what next season can bring. I know, you know, as a player, you try to, you kind of try to block out expectations and stuff, but what are, you know, again, I know you haven't even had a chance to practice with the team yet, or like you said, you're not even in Knoxville right now. What are your expectations for yourself and kind of how do you deal with, you know, very high lofty expectations uh, being placed on you and on your team? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my expectations for myself is just to play my game and always remain level-headed. Personally, I fall back on my work ethic and I know like I'm a gym rat. So I don't really let things like outside noise um, get in my head anymore. I feel like I've been I've been in college for three years now. So I'm very comfortable and familiar with the game. So it's kind of easy when you know how much you're in the gym and you know how much you work hard to focus on that. Um, I can honestly say it took me a a long time to get to the mental space that I am with basketball. Mm. But it's like. Like I said, when you fall back on your work and your practice and things of that sort, your repetition, it's hard to go wrong with that. And I feel like my work will show that. And I feel like that's what keeps me so calm and sane. Like, even if I'm missing three shots in a row in the game, I'm so calm because it's like, I know it's going to fall. I've been working on this every day. Like, it's eventually going to fall. The old me would have been like, coach, take me out. Take me out. Like, I keep, I missed two <laughs> take me out I'm not shooting no more but yeah so I feel like when you like are very consistent in the gym like you're at a a certain level of comfortability with yourself and knowing what you're capable of and I feel like that's just where I am that's really good and that leads me to the question too of you know you can look at things you've improved physically you know from year in and year out from your, your freshman year to where you are now as a player but would you say actually, like I just kind of mentioned, the biggest area you've grown in is actually mentally on the court? For sure. That's awesome. That's exciting. And that, that's that's great. And I think, you know, just talking about the mentality of, of the game, I don't think it's talked about enough. People, I think, like to assume that, look at, I don't think it's as much in the women's game, but I noticed a lot in, in the men's game, assuming that players are just kind of like video game characters where they just kind of can turn it on, turn it off. But you're right, like the mental part of it is just as important, if not more important than the physical part of it. And if you're off mentally, it can affect a lot of things uh, on the court for you. So you're absolutely right. It's awesome to hear that you've been able to overcome uh, some of that stuff and and have more confidence in yourself and be calmer on the court. That's awesome. Uh, Rakia, this has been phenomenal. Uh, I I can't thank you enough for coming on here and and joining me here on the Lady Vol Basketball Fever podcast. Again, at Lady Vol fans, y'all are going to love Rakia. Great personality. Looking forward to seeing you on the court in orange. Rakia, I'm assuming you've already got uh, some Lady Vol gear. Uh, I actually do. I do. Good. I got my dogs, though. I got to get them some little Tennessee outfits. <laughs> oh, they're, when you come to Knoxville, there are going to be plenty of places you can check out. They're going to have outfits for your dogs. So don't worry about that. You'll have plenty of places to check out. <laughs> <laughs> great i love that <laughs> well rakia thank you again so much and uh, for all you lady of all fans listening along thank you all so much for listening and slash watching this you can subscribe to the channel here check out i'll put up here too the, the interview i had with jazz as well so you can check that out uh both incoming players for tennessee very excited about both of you coming to knoxville and joining the lady of all program thank you again rakia thank you all lady of all nation again listening in watching in here i'm Nathaniel rutherford and this has been another episode of the lady vol basketball fever podcast Bye, guys.